Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, Key. Is it a good morning? It's a Tuesday. Conspiracy theorists. It looks like it's going to rain again. Every Tuesday. I don't think it is going to rain, though. It feels like it's – I don't know how it is in uh, perfect L.A. weather for you, Key, but here it's it's, it's a little bit thick. It's It's it's, supposed to get – I'm checking now. It's supposed to get up to 80 sunning clouds later. Any precipitation? I don't see any precipitation. Okay. You guys are really getting under Frank's skin. Hmm. You just want to get right to sports? I mean, what even happened? Palm Beach, man. He he done told y'all already. He want to talk about the Golden Knights? I mean, who does he want to talk about? You want to talk about the the cup? Right at the top. Right at the top. (laughs) As soon as you come out, bam. Well, I mean, we could start with an excellent point that J.J. Redick made. You are the worst. Boy, did he make a point. These Duke guards can make points. You know, know, Key, do do you have those friends in life that just constantly set you up? You know what I mean? Just constantly, daily, those friendships that where it's just it's always some kind of jab. A jab? It's all always some kind of subtle twist to the Moi? plot. That is Max Kellerman what? to me in my life. What? Yep. Go ahead, go ahead, take it away. And you call him a friend? J- well, I, I, J- I guess J- I need to reconsider. JJ Reddick, I'm just simply pointing out. He was on first take yesterday. Look, you can't even do it without a smile on your face. He, well, it's, I'm happy that we're talking sports. <laughs> And we get to react to a point like this. Not every day you get to react to a point like this. Why didn't anyone ever make this point on this show is what I want to know. You went to Duke. You were a guard. Listen to Jay, Jay, Jay. Reddick <laughs> yesterday. This is in the past. It's not last week, though. This is just yesterday. Why the Nuggets will be the best team in the West for a while. Regardless of what happens in this series, we are entering a phase where the Denver Nuggets will be the favorites in the Western Conference going forward for the foreseeable future. They have been the best team in the West this year. They went through a tough gauntlet to get to the finals. Their core, their core four guys, Jokic, Murray, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter Jr., 28, 27, 26, 24, all just entering or about to enter their primes. There's a long runway in Denver for this team to contend for titles. And ultimately, every team in the West is going to have to go through Denver. It's an interesting so what's point. The, what, I don't understand. I don't, what, what's wrong with what he said? Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with it, Key. I think he's right on the money. More importantly, before we get to this, yeah. before we get right to sports, yeah. Frank is on the phone from West Palm. He All right, Frank, how are we Frankie? doing, Frank? Frankie, are we doing better today? <laughs> I'm doing better because the heat won, that's for sure. But anyway, you guys are doing better. Thanks. I appreciate it. I agree with Frank. <laughs> Frankie, you're a man of, man of a few words. He's right. He just calls huh? right. A man of few No, listen, though. But seriously, you're doing better. I, I really I do appreciate it. And I, my wife is getting a real giggle out of it. <laughs> yeah, I, Frank, I'm with you. If I turn on the radio, I'm in the car in the morning. If I got to go to work, whatever it is. And I turn on the car and I turn to sports. It's okay if they're messing around for a minute or two. If it's five, six, eight minutes and I'm still not hearing sports, uh, what am I there for? Frankie, I got a problem, though. I don't like the picture they drew up of you on ESPN2 currently. They, they gave you sideburns, but there's no hair on the top. And <laughs> look at your you, face, you look, though. <laughs> they, they make you look angry, Frank, and I don't it like that right. depiction wait, of you. Wait. 
wait, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. I'm Italian from the Bronx, so you gotta know that I have a temper sometimes. <laughs> what did I tell you? I told you exactly what he. I told you he was from New York, moved down to West Palm Beach. Yeah. He wants to hear Max Kellerman's voice screaming and hollering at the top of the show. Right. All for four hours. <laughs> Frank hour sounds like time. he's from my father's and old neighborhood. I already told you what it was. Where are you from in the Bronx, Frank? Harlem. Born and raised in Harlem. I wasn't raised. I was born in Harlem. Yeah, but you said you were from the he Bronx. You said you're from the Bronx, though. Are we from Harlem or from the Bronx? <laughs> I say I'm from, I, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put, I'm from the Bronx. How's that? All okay. Right. All right. All right. I don't know, yeah. Frank. Uh, born witness, in Harlem. Witness but, yeah. protection yeah, or something. He I don't know, say, Frank. But reverse, he doesn't <laughs> want to say wait we're in the Bronx. Wait, wait. Wait a second. Harlem's in the Bronx. Hmm. Well, uh, Frank, it must may have been many years me, since you were in the Bronx. No, I'm telling you, Harlem is in did, the Bronx. Did Manhattan? He was there for some exchange in history that I'm not aware of, where the <laughs> where Manhattan took I'm Harlem not, from I'm the Bronx. I'm not ready to argue with Frank about where he's from. Yeah, Harlem's not in the Bronx. The man says from Harlem slash Bronx. Really? That's where the man is from. Yeah. Well, wait a second. Hold yeah. it. Hold it. I'm mm-hmm. 70 years old. Wait a second. I'm 70 years old, and I never. I'm serious. I never, never knew that. I thought Harlem was in the Bronx. Well, it's th- there are parts of uptown Manhattan that are north of parts of the Bronx because of the shape of Manhattan in the Bronx, separated by a little sliver of water, basically. But Harlem is not in the Bronx. Frank, right, you see, Frank. and if we were just okay. talking sports, Frank, you wouldn't even know that. You, we, you Now you know where you're from. You didn't even know where you're from, and now you know because we got off of sports just for a minute. Just for a minute, Frank, All right, from West listen, Palm Beach. Be- before you guys let By the way, go, West Palm this- Beach is in Texas, isn't it? Stop. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Leave Frank alone. Keep, keep, listen, the other night, that was, I watched it with my son who lives 70 miles from me. Long story short, that was one of the best games I've ever seen for the Heat, if you're a Heat fan. That was excellent. That's all I got to say. All right. Frank says, Frankie, uh, thanks for calling in, Frankie. I agree. That was a great okay, game. Thank you. Heat. Great dramatic win for the Heat. <laughs> Like think of how much different this whole thing feels if they lose that game by you know that it go Jamal Murray's three goes in they wind up losing in overtime oh they put up a good fight but it's o two you know took their best punch yeah yeah it's a wrap the field, no they got out of there with a three win. point line yeah they got yeah, win they got now you're looking win. at the whole thing differently so anyway back to J J Reddick you mean back yeah. to J J Reddick so what so what's the what what's the so uh, two J's are better than so one so annoying what's the oh, issue with what he uh, <laughs> What's the issue with what he said on first take? Is there an issue? Is there? What I guess Jay disagrees with it. What's no, the problem, no, Jay? No, don't you set me up. Don't no, you start setting false narratives. I Max, think he made a good Maximus. point. What do you, what do you I, think I, about no, it? See, I you're making me defensive. That's I your strategy. Heard, I heard his point before. I think he made a great point. I've already been educated on that before. Hmm. Being out west and them in the same conference as the Lakers, I've already heard it from multiple people multiple times, including my co-host and Jay Wheel. So mm-hmm. it's not new information to me. But see, this is what Max does. Max likes to lean into these type of things and make it feel like J.J. was the first one to say it. What and then he makes me defensive, which when you get somebody on a defensive, automatically fans are like, oh, there he goes. He's getting so defensive. Is this, conversation, is this conversation about who said it first? It, that's what it feels like, Key. No, I'm simply reacting well, to Max. something Jay. Jay Reddick said. There, you see what? the slight pause? No, it's, 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 I feel Duke like I guard Jay. Jay Reddick made a point, and we're I'm reacting to it. Yeah, key, key. In that clip, in the beginning of it, he says 
no matter if the Nuggets win or not, they will be the team to beat in the West going forward. Yeah, so, Jay Will said that. Okay, t- but two can weeks they? Ago. As a Laker, let's let's you as a Laker Uh-oh, fan. If you look at this Nuggets team and they don't win this title, are you looking at them as the team to beat next year and going forward for the future in the West? No, I am, but I'm not afraid of them. But I am. I mean, they got there first time around. Maybe they get back again and they win it, but they don't win it this year because they knew at it. I mean, I, I look at it a lot of different ways, but. The Lakers are certainly going to retool. You don't know what the Clippers are going to do if they stay healthy. Golden State may do some magic or somewhere. All of a sudden, the Kings grow a little more. We still don't know what's going on with Memphis. You can't just all of a sudden say that this team is going to go and make a dynasty run. Who's the number one? Because, you know what I'm saying, they're going to make a dynasty run because they got there this year and they're young. See, Denver is the team to me, but they're the team that doesn't jump off paper. Even if they do win a chip. The team that jumps off paper next year that everybody's waiting for are the Phoenix Suns. It's the Phoenix Suns, man. Yeah, they're waiting to see what pops off with Kevin Durant and Devin Booker and what moves they make. You bring in Frank Vogel. You're going to bring back Aiton. You're going to activate him defensively. What other pieces? You tell me that's one of the most live teams in the league. Star power jumps on the page way differently than Jamal Murray and Nicole Jokic. Well well said, Jay. You could argue that Phoenix or the Clippers, if they stay healthy, actually are right there with Denver. And then you could turn around and say, yeah, but Clippers are never healthy. We have to see how Phoenix fleshes out the roster. But then again, Denver hasn't been healthy since the bubble. And this is the, you know, they're healthy now. This is it. Last two play. So I don't know what in their history suggests that they'll be healthy going forward any more than the Clippers or Phoenix being likely to, to add some depth. You can make that case with Kevin Durant, though, too. Like, it's a war of attrition yeah, for everybody, I mean. right? Like, yeah, he's gotten injured. CP3's gotten injured. Like, think about the injury he had to Sacramento, right? Like, a lot of things happen in the playoffs. A lot of stuff Are the Nuggets to so beat. Early, it's so early to be talking about what next year and future is going to look like in terms of a dynasty. They've yet to even win one to get to a damn dynasty to even start the conversation. Before we get, get to the dynasty, first. Jay, you made the point last week that they're the team to beat for the foreseeable future. You liken them to the Warriors. Mm-hmm. So let's just stay within the conference. Is that the case? J.J. made the point yesterday. Is that the case, that they are the team to beat in the West for the foreseeable future? Just Not just next year, but going into the future. I feel that way, but mark my words today on six six twenty three, The media will make it the Phoenix Suns Western Conference next season. The media. It will, the, it will be... The talk will once again be the Phoenix Suns and what's happened to Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Not saying it's right, but that's what the narrative that people will push. They'll be more intrigued with what happens with KD and D-Book or LeBron James and AD if they're able to add Kyrie. All right. Watch. Well, Kyrie is looking for looking for LeBron love. to – is, is he looking for LeBron He's or looking is LeBron, for LeBron looking for to, Kyrie? According I'm to confused. Which certain one? reports, he wants him to come – that way. There's a lot of cross-reporting going on here from different camps. we got to get yeah. into that, too, of course. So you brought up dynasties. Can you be considered a dynasty with two titles in five years? Yes or no? Because there's a difference of opinion about that on this show. KJM ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, 
Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. You can download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to us on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner. Scroll down to live radio. There we are. Travis Kelsey, guys believes the Chiefs will wind up winning more titles than the Warriors. Little cross-sports comparison of dynasties. Here's Travis Kelsey, the Chiefs tight end, of course, on FanDuel TV, on the Chiefs dynasty and Mahomes' Super Bowl potential. I would say, yeah, we're the Kansas City has been a dynasty for quite a while now, and um, obviously I'm biased <laughs> to that. But I think that uh, what Coach Reed has done, uh, when you put it up against what the Warriors have done, obviously we don't have as many championships right now. So uh, we got some work to do. So I think Pat Mahomes is definitely going to find a way to get more than four championships. Hopefully uh, I'm still along for the ride uh, by the time he gets there. Is he right? Key, can you consider the Chiefs a dynasty already? I. Uh, it's close. It's close. I think you need three, as I've always said, if we've had this conversation in the past. I think you need three. They've done a, a, a done a, a lot in a short amount of they've done a lot in a short amount of time. I, one more will solidify it in my book, but it's hard to argue that they've been in AFC championship games year after year after year after year after year. And they've been to the Super Bowl. They won. They lost. They won. You know, mm-hmm. it's hard. One more, though. One more, and I think most people dive all the way in. Now, one thing Travis Kelsey is right about, Jay, is the fact that Patrick Mahomes is probably going to win one, possibly two more before his career's over. Now, again, I'm not just one that gives trophies away like M&Ms. A lot mm-hmm. of people are that way. I'm not. It's hard, man. It's, it's hard. Key, I, th- this is where I, I get a little bit lost in a dynasty conversation. Is it like the best dynasties of all time? Not yet, but on the totem pole, it still is a dynasty, right? Um, there's just levels to different dynasties. So, frankly, when I look at this one, I mean, the AFC West titles that they've gotten so many of, AFC championship games like you just made mention of, Talk about three Super Bowl appearances, two Super Bowl titles, constantly knocking on the door. It's the beginning of a dynasty. It's just I don't know where it ranks amongst all the greatest dynasties I, yet. But well, it's not at the it's not at the top of the heap. No, yeah, agreed. But, but it let me is, make the so. case for why it's a dynasty. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Say so, yeah, it's a dynasty. So five straight AFC hosting five straight AFC championship games. Imagine if the Buffalo Bills, when they went to four straight Super Bowls, give them an extra year 
take one of the Super Bowl appearances away, Super Bowl appearances, give, but give him another championship game appearance, and add two Super Bowl wins. Like, the Buffalo Bills, even without any Super Bowls, you have to ask, well, that was an AFC dynasty. Was it a dynasty even though they didn't win the Super Bowl because they went to four straight? The Chiefs have done more than that. Take the, take the uh, uh, Broncos with John Elway. They went to three Super Bowls in what? Key was about five years, right? Something like that. And they lost yeah. them all. And then they didn't get back for probably another eight years. And then they won back-to-back. Take the eight years out. Compress that all into five years. I think we'd call it a dynasty. I think the – No, I wouldn't call it – it was too many different – that's what I'm players. saying, Key. But take too the many eight. different players that were in coaches that was agreed. Gone. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. But take the eight years that separate the Super Bowl appearances from the Super Bowl wins out. Compress all that so you have more turnover with the, like more continuity with the roster. Rather, I think we call that a dynasty. I think also the dynasty threshold for the NFL is lower than for the NBA. Bill Russell got 11, Jordan got 6, Kareem got 6, Kobe got 5. It's not like that in the, in the NFL because the careers are shorter, right? And, and it's not as predictable because There's it's just one and done. There's more volatility. I, Man, I, I, I would say I, that I, the I Chiefs are a dynasty. Because when you, when you talk about dynasties and you talk about the core group of Joe Montana's winning at the 49ers, mm-hmm. that's a dynasty. When you talk about Troy Aikman and the triplets winning three Super Bowls despite who the head coach was, that's a dynasty. When you talk about the New England Patriots, there were two dynasties with the New England Patriots. It's almost like the Kobe Bryant double jersey retirement Mm -hmm. situation. There's two Kobe Bryants with two different jerseys. Mm -hmm. That's how the New England Patriots were. You talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, the longevity of what they mean to the NFL, meant at that time to the NFL and how they won under Terry Bradshaw and what they were able to do, that's a big, giant dynasty. So it's three. Most of these dynasties have all won three Super Bowls that I'm talking about, every last one of them. Mm-hmm. Kansas City needs one more. To be indisputably a dynasty, I agree. But I but think I, they- but no one, no one, no one is walking around saying that, though, Max. It's either dynasty or no dynasty. Well, if you ask my vote, that's a dynasty. They got a dynasty. If you run your conference for half a decade where you're hosting every championship game and you mix in three appearances and two championships, that's a dynasty. And, by the way, every single year, you are the team to beat. You are the team with the X on your back every single game. See, what Jay said is true. Every game. No one cares that you win your conference every single year. No one cares that you win your division every single year. At the end of the day, are the Philadelphia Eagles under Andy Reid a dynasty? No, but you could argue they're an well, NFC they, dynasty. They, they, they didn't the get any. But, but, Look, but, they but, did the same thing no. except win the Super Bowl. Except win two Super Bowls. Two Super Bowls. Except win the Super Bowl. You can't on the one hand argue Bowl, it's so important they, to win the Super went, Bowl oh and God, then the add though, on the other that it's not. They went to a Super Bowl. They were in championship games year after year but after they didn't year win after any. year. But you can't say that they're a dynasty. Because they didn't win any. If you got the Vince Lombardi trophy three Gotta times, win some. then you go the dynasty. No one cares about the playoffs. No one cares about the division. They I care disagree. about that trophy. I, 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 Jay, I, I agree that the, whole, the, that the championship is by far the most important thing, but there are other factors. If, for example, Eli won two Super Bowls with the Giants, had he won a third, you still wouldn't call it a dynasty because they didn't come into the season favorites. They didn't win the division every year. They didn't make deep runs every year. They just popped two years, right? So even if they would have popped a third year, hard to call that 
dynastic. But when a team consistently makes very deep playoff runs and sprinkles in championships, to me it's different. Even the championship game against the Bucks, in which they got blitz, right? But their entire O-line was decimated. Like you saw Patrick Mahomes running for his life, and you still felt like there was a legit chance they could win that game. That's how crazy we look at the, the, the Kansas City you know, Chiefs. It's incredible. Like, so Baltimore I, Ravens a dynasty? Let me ask you this, okay, real quick. Under Ray we, Lewis? Were they a dynasty? No. No. They won two championships. Separated by a period where they, they weren't in the AFC championship game every – they didn't host the AFC championship game for half a decade straight. That didn't happen. That right there is huge. And then you sprinkle in three appearances and two chips. It's different. Let me ask you guys a quick question as we're on this whole Golden State, Kansas City Chiefs run. If Kansas City wins another Super Bowl, does that equate them to even as Golden State and their four championships? So you're saying that football is more difficult to win than basketball. For sure. There's more of It's not, like I'm March Madness, that, Jay. Jay. Yeah, I can't I'm say that. I'm not saying that. I can't it, say that, Key. Yeah, I'm, I'm with it, you, Key. Any championship I can't say that. is difficult to win. But there are some – that's right, to win one. But to win multiple with the same with, – with some certain core of the same of the core unit, coach, quarterback, et cetera, in football is more difficult. The proof in the pudding it, is – There's no way, though, Max. The Warriors did not lose one game in the series. Like, it <laughs> – what was Steve? I mean, we got into this whole argument about what Steve Kerr's record was in the Western Conference. Mm-hmm. They didn't lose one series, one during their run. The difference is one. There's more volatility in the NFL. It's like March Madness. The reason your coach Jay, Coach K, what he did was so bananas in that er- in the era in which he did it. It's same thing with Nick Saban, right? In co- in college football, in college basketball, in the tournament, you lose one, you're out. There's no coming back for the next game. You're bounced. Right? That's insane to be able to win multiple championships like that. How many games are you playing? What do you mean? How many games does it take to get to a Super Bowl? Jay. I know. Four a lot of the time. Three sometimes. All right. Okay. We're going to talk about heat culture. But what other franchises have a culture like the heat? Mm. That's coming up after Key rustles this paper. I don't have anything. Well, you must just rustle the paper. <laughs> that, that's to get oh, you got to do there. Stop. Jay rustles that's this paper. To, that's to I have get nothing. you to stop. That's talking. that's Jay rustles this paper. <laughs> I have nothing. Just rustle it. We don't have anything. He's doing it now. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again. 
by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It just dawned on me. It made my mind perk up. Mm. The league really got to figure out this gambling stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, the sports betting with, with players. I get it. Like you cannot bet on your own teams. You cannot bet on teams in the sport in which you probably are playing in. I bet on my own teams all the time in college. You know, but I just, they got to figure it out. If you bet on your own team, then you're just stupid. I get it. But outside of that, the world that we're living in with this sports betting and this gambling, they got to figure out what it is. Because when you got the guys in Detroit, for instance, they're betting on campus. If they cross the street, maybe it's not illegal, but in the building it's illegal. So it's like. But kid, that's where I get a little bit confused. Let's be, be, be real. That's why I said here. they got to figure it out. We gamble on everything, okay? Like you've been inside NFL locker room, NBA locker rooms, literally gambling on how many shots you can make in practice. Literally, you tell your friends, like, "Hey, like, I don't know, this guy's hurt. What do you want yeah, me to tell you?" Like, that's that's different though, Jay. The, us gambling but on they, the, the Calvin Ridley stuff. I go back to couple, was just asinine, man. Well, yeah, the difference. Yeah. Wait, Dude, there is why, a difference. That's why I say. That's why I say they got to figure it out. Yeah. Jay, there is a difference, as Key said. When you make a private bet in the locker room, yeah, that's different. That's not something everyone can bet on. 100%. Really, what the leagues need to protect when they'll claim it's the integrity of the game, and it is to an extent. But it's also the integrity of the gambling, right? We have to. People have to know that it's a level playing field. Or, or it corrupts the it corrupts the whole industry. Yeah, the sportsbook account I, was opened, by the way, talking about Isaiah Rogers, um, by uh, under the name of an associate of Rogers. Sources said approximately a hundred bets were placed on the account over an undisclosed uh, period of time, including on Colts games. That's the issue. Yeah, you the sources can't do said that. most of the bets, however, listen to this, were in the twenty-five to fifty dollar range. It doesn't matter though. Although so at wait. least one of them was a low. Four-figure bet. Yeah, you can't. It doesn't matter, though, Jay. If it, if it's 50 cent, it does not matter when you're betting on your own team. You, there's no room for that. None. Zero. So it and, was opened in somebody else's name. I, not mine. You, yeah, but come on, Jay. The what? <laughs> man, stop, I mean, it, man. I, no, I, I hear you. I, I just really want to talk about 2023. So it was opened in somebody else's name, not mine. We act like we don't talk to friends. All the time. Yeah, how did they prove that? By I mean, the way? that's a, how do you they left a paper trail? What kind of forensics do you have? You paid him in that? Venmo. Like what like, happened, Jay? Again, there's a big difference in this one too. If I if if you call me, you like is Jay playing? I'm like, man, as far as I know, he's not. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> like that. what they saying that, but that's not. That's just having a normal conversation. What I'm, you know, that's with a friend. That's different than you should bet on this, man. I'm telling you, this is what's happening. That's a big difference. Huge difference. Oh, Max is out because just, his jeans are too tight. I'm just saying, like, like, I mean, like just to tell you, Key, I, I, <laughs> Might I, be I'm, true. Not, I'm not going to say names, but in sports in general, certain people who go to practices who know certain people's ankles are hurt, you're telling me they don't tell their friends to bet on games all the time? Mm. Come on, man. Like, over, under, on point totals. Like, this world happens every single day. There's no way the NFL or NBA or NHL or MLB can keep track of everything. But it's don't not they possible. need to? Look, hey, look. there's no way to stop everyone from speeding because everyone knows people speed constantly, right? But if you don't enforce the law sometimes, 
Even if it's unlucky, like, come on, man, I was doing 80, everyone was doing 80. If they don't ever stop anyone, then it gets out of control. So while I agree with you— It's already out of control, though, Max. And yet there has to be enforcement of the rules at times, right? Yeah. Okay. Or it's the Wild West. I'm just saying, so it's already the Wild West. So you're just— you're, you're randomly selecting. Yes, if you don't there, check okay. it, it gets more out of control. It's already out of control. I'm trying to tell you. It's but you're already- saying it's, it's, it's limitlessly out of control, yes. as bad as it could be, period? Yes. So what do you suggest to do about I don't it have, to avoid I don't corruption? have an answer. I mean, like, <laughs> it's out of the bag. I mean, do you, do you hear sorry, the conversations man. that we have on a daily basis with Alan Yates? Do you think uh, Alan Yates and myself are the only people who are gambling on sports? You don't think any athletes, when all their friends who gamble on sports 24-7, think about Michael Jordan, the biggest gambler there is. You don't think there's any of that permeating within well, the NBA? Well, let's cut or- to the chase. Let's cut to the chase. What are we really guarding against? You don't want it to get off the rails to the point where an athlete throws a game this is, and, and, and bets against his team. This is what happened in 1919 with the White Sox. Of course, since it turned into a bad thing, they call them the Black Sox, right? The, the Black Sox scandal Jeez, of, of, it's true, it's of, 19, know, of 1919 where they bet against themselves in the World Series, talk, right? Like that's what people want to avoid. Hey, I, I want to avoid it too. That's why I said the league has to figure this out, and you cannot have any connection whatsoever, in my opinion, with the team or the league that you are playing in because you have friends on other teams that you could potentially influence to do some stuff. That's that's my only thing. I, I'm sorry that I took you, you to that. No, no, don't no, worry. No, okay. let's, let's stay derail. with this. Let's stay with I this. Like Here's that. more from Isaiah Rogers. I know I have made mistakes and I'm willing to do whatever it takes to repair the situation. The last thing – he wrote this. The last thing I ever wanted to do is be a distraction to the Colts organization, my coaches, and my teammates – I've let, a lot, I've let people down that I care about. I made an error in judgment. I'm going to work hard to make sure those mistakes are rectified through this process. It's an honor to play in the NFL, and I've never taken that lightly. I'm very sorry for all this. Now, unless it were to come out that he actually did something bad, like didn't compete because he had a stake on the game, that was, and, and based on the amounts he bet, there's no way that. Did Calvin really do something bad? No, agreed. He, early people who are punished they early in him the process. For a year. People who are punished early in the process, where where the league is still trying to calibrate punishment, sometimes will catch it and it'll be unfair, right? But th- this sounds like the proper point of view and attitude to take publicly. And you know, unless some really bad stuff is found, I, I would hope that the punishment would be limited here. I mean, you would think it would be. I mean, he said the politically correct thing, right? I mean, he showed a mission of guilt to a degree. Right now, to that degree, we'll find out. But I, I mean, I'm trying to tell y'all that it, it's already out of the bag. Like this is a this is going to be as leagues accept more gambling money, you're only going to have more problems with gambling. You oh, already yeah, have no, problems with gambling as it is. Zero, there's zero as far as that goes. Jay, guys are going to gamble on sports. They're going to go to casinos and they're going to. It's just it's a competition thing is part of the juices see that's, that's important it, all done uh-huh. what you just said is important key one of the reasons someone like pete rose wound up in pr- trouble with gambling or michael jordan is because when you get to a certain level of insane competitiveness where many athletes are right that's yeah. how they got there yeah then then it needs an outlet and gambling is one way it was one outlet for the comp- it's not simply about personal profit they're trying to rig the system it's they're super competitive and it finds yeah. outlets max the i'm juice. telling you Dorn, warm-ups key yeah. warm-ups before mm-hmm. a big game i saw a player lose two hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars Dorn, warm-ups on shots made as opposed to shots missed and it kept get 
getting double down, double yeah. down, oh, double down. Can't play until, negative I, progression. Literally, you're going into the game, and everybody's talking about the fact that you Jay? owe this dude $265,000. So if that's I, happening I, on that level, like. Oh, yeah. I'm not even a gambler. I'm a, com- I'm a competitive, whatever you want to call it, but I'm not a gambler. I've gambled in pregame, in practice, with the quarterbacks to see who could hit the goalposts from a distance and doubling down, and I and we're just going back. And I'm talking real numbers. We're not talking about enough to buy ice cream. We're talking about enough to buy some other stuff, you know, houses buy and assets, cars and yes. things of that nature where you just, hey, we could throw it in the trash can. Oh, I could do that. Bet this. Okay, no problem. Bam. Oh, man, he hit it. I don't know. Let's double, double down. down. All day. All day. Athletes are competitive. It will find outlets, and gambling is one of them. <clears throat> Hopefully, Isaiah Rogers, it, you know, it, w- it will be uncovered that nothing really bad happened and the punishment may. But listen, you got to hand out speeding tickets, even if everyone is speeding. Yeah, Pat. That's what, <laughs> Pat, Cost- that's Pat. what the Pat Costellos in the world are here for. <laughs> Just randomly bring All right, we're going to talk about heat culture. What other franchises have cultures like the heat? Jay has a list that's coming up, KJM. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Heard the sound coming in. That's the thing about the heat. And by the way, people, human beings, I think especially Americans, respond to that. You get knocked down and keep getting up. That's the heat. You knock them down, they keep getting up. No PYT. All right. We talked about heat culture. What other franchises have a culture like that? What's the problem? You talking about uh, plastic surgery or what? What's going on? What is this? No, he, was oh, just just, he was stretching my nose. I was bringing it in. Mm-hmm. That's all. Sounds like you want to huh? change something. I don't know. No, he good. <laughs> it's a little too late for that, Max. Is it? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Jay Why is it too 50, late, man? That, okay. He damn near 50, man. <laughs> How he going to go alter his nostrils? Stop. Imagine if I were to get a nose so job right now. I've been on TV for 20 <laughs> years. Like, hey, 
Really? Good jeans or good docs? Do that now. You're right. for twenty damn years. All, all you got to say, and I really have one, but I've never. Hey, deviated hey, septum, hey, look, hey, and look. you had to get it fixed. That's what everyone says, right? They had a deviated septum. They had to get it fixed. Key, I might have a big nose, but I ain't breathing like Perk on TV, though. Why they do my man like that yesterday? Why they do my man like that yesterday? Why they do my man like that culture is something special, obviously, right? I mean, yes. it, it, it's got to be. You know, and I played in, in Tampa Bay, and there was a certain culture under Tony Dungy. Now, obviously, we mm-hmm. went on to win a Super Bowl under John Gruden, but mm-hmm. we lost that culture. We lost what that was that he had built in Tampa Bay for so long with mm-hmm. the likes of Derrick Brooks and company and, and Johnny Lynch and Sap. That culture was there. It was, a, so let's, it was a certain thing. Now you look at the Heat culture, that's a real thing, man. So let's, let's talk about culture. What other franchises do you think, Jay, have a culture like the Heat? Okay, I put together a list, Key. You're not going to like the first one because uh, your Dodgers are not on the list. But uh, number five. Number five. There it is, Yates. Tampa Bay Rays, man. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I, the fact often they have a very low payroll, right? This year, 27th in the MLB. Uh, the fact that they made a World Series appearance in 2008, 2020, falling to the Phillies and the Dodgers. But I just feel like they're constantly there, and they do more with less, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think that's a culture that we talk about the Miami Heat players <laughs> buying in. <laughs> what you say? I said, well, they might want to change their culture then. Well, why? They're always competing. Yeah, they got no money. They're competing on, on they're pennies competing, to, on the and dollar. They're always yeah. there. They're that's the value. That's culture. No, you don't have to knock my list. You come up with your own damn list, okay? That's number five on my list. Number four. <laughs> number four. Number five is you come up with your own damn list. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's do some damn hockey, as Stephen A. would say, okay? Pittsburgh Penguins. Look, you guys know anything about hockey? Anything at all? Of course. You guys know. know It'll call me Maxi Puck for nothing. You guys know who's in the cup right now? You know who's in the cup? Max, you read Sports Center highlights every single day? Golden Knights and Panthers. Okay, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. What's wrong with you, man? That's what I'm I'm asking y'all. Okay, look. The Penguins, they snapped their playoff streak this season, making the postseason for the last 16 consecutive seasons prior. Some of the biggest names to play in hockey. You talk about Sidney Crosby. You talk about Mary Lemieux. Like, this franchise gets the top. Talent all day long. Mary Lemuel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Mary anyway. Lemuel. Clip that. <laughs> what? Please, thank you. Yeah, okay, all right. That's number four. Number three, the Pats. Moo. Moo. Number three. The Patriots, right? You talk about how many Super Bowls do they have with Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. You talk about constantly every – even though, Max, you like to knock them for making the playoffs without Tom Brady, that is your ongoing stick – that's why Bill Belichick will never come back on this show. One playoff because of you. Brady in 10 but you cannot deny the culture that is established there by Tom Brady with Bill Belichick, one of the greatest to ever do it. Max, not yeah. your greatest now, but still, no, he, he is. and he's I, still my goat. He's I our yeah. goat. He's just okay? you know not undisputed. You know, so, top three when it's all said and done. You know the the, the culture of the New England Patriots is real. Mm-hmm. It's a, it was a certain way of doing things, a certain way of doing business. Not overpaying guys, but getting guys that other people may have thought their careers was over with, uh, grabbing those guys, putting them on the, getting them off the scrap heat, allowing them to insert themselves in the lineup. They, they really built something special regardless of what Max says in New England. I'm not saying exactly. they didn't. I no, agree. Okay, Max. I, they're not going to gonna get the most out of what they have. And, yeah, that's, that's good You're, culture. It's okay. You're the number one Pats hater. <laughs> well, it's that's fun. true. On I don't show. deny that. On this show. Next up, number two. Number two. So it's a combined effort, Key. I mean, they're in the NBA Finals. I got to go with the Miami Heat. Because it, it's a combination of Pat Riley and Eric Spostra. We talk about Pat Riley finding himself in the NBA Finals 19 times 
as an assistant coach, as a head coach, as a general manager, and as a player. So that combined that, with Eric Spoelstra, six NBA final appearances. What was that percentage uh, that Pat Riley has been a part of the NBA 25% of all yeah. NBA finals ever played have involved Pat Riley as either a player, coach, or executive. That doesn't even sound right. It doesn't even sound right. I mean, been, it, it, they're, they're, I mean it, it's, it's, crazy. it's insane. Yeah, And it's the little things that you hear from former players where they talk about even Shane Batty and my former teammate who won a chip with the Heat talking about, you know, he, when he was in Houston, he was saying, hey, send me anywhere but Miami. Because he didn't, he didn't want to do all the, the cardio workout, the conditioning, the body fat being at a certain percentage. There's a culture that you need to buy into to be a part of how great they are. So that's number two on my list. And number one. Number one. I got to go with the Chiefs, man. Like, currently, right now, I think they are the best culture in all sports. It's Eric Bieniemy. It's what you have with Andy Reid. It's the best player being on the same page constantly with the head coach. And by the way, the best player being in the conversation for the go to football right now at this earlier stage of his career. We talk about all the AFC Championship games, Max. We talk about three Super Bowl appearances. We talk about just coming off winning a chip. And when this team is healthy, regardless of whether they lose Tyreek Hill, it doesn't matter. Insert, stay at a high level. They continue to find ways to be there knocking on the door when it's all said and done. No, no, it's the it. Kansas City Chiefs. Something, Jay, yeah. In terms of cultures, and I'm, and I'm not, this is not meant to be a joke or funny or anything. I really want to know. Why wouldn't Duke be up there? Why wouldn't Duke? Is it just because it's professional sports that we're dealing with? I, I would the, think the only Duke reason has I w- a certain culture, especially when you talk about you and JJ Reddick and all the different, you know, y'all all fall in the same line under Coach K. So this is who, right now and today, and I, I do believe the culture is established at Duke, but it's also John Sires going into his second year, so I, I, I it's taking on a new form. The culture's but there, Coach but Coach K is still true. Mm-hmm. True, I mean, yeah, over the you top, could be right. right. You could I mean, be right, yeah, but it, I feel like it's John's, though. I feel like it, I'm, I'm watching how John's molding this new style of culture with Coach K over the top, but still it's John. What's interesting is you're talking about culture in a more transient way, like the culture's here now, but it can leave, which is legitimate. There are some fr- – and I also respect the fact that you're saying – Look, the teams who are under-resourced, it's easier to identify culture because look at them succeed and continue to succeed over time. Like the Yankees have the most winning you know, tradition ever, but they have so many resources, it's hard to identify culture as the number one reason they're always successful. Uh, the St. Louis Cardinals have a long history of competing at a very high level with sort of a mid-level payroll, very strong culture. San Antonio Spurs yeah. seem to have that with Popovich until Duncan left, and since then it hasn't looked so good. Now they have Wembayama. Maybe the, the, the obviousness of the culture being strong will Jamal, come back Jay, to the Tomorrow, Jay, I need you to have uncultured Ooh, top five. Uncultured. Top five uncultured. Uncultured. I like that. Hmm. I should come up with that. Crude. The crudest teams. All right. Is Jerry Jones concerned about getting a new deal done with Dak Prescott before the season? 888-SAY-ESPN. We're going to take your calls, too. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. This is the story of The One. 
As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.